We're live at Hask on a Sunday, and you're listening to it on a Monday here at JM in the AM until, until 9 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, the Hask Experience Day is a great day for the community. This year it is absolutely glorious and incredible weather. Now I want to read some of the material that was um, distributed to the community at large regarding today, regarding the Hask Experience Day. There is a family softball game going on. There's an exciting carnival being set up, a live concert that we're going to be part of next uh, uh, later this afternoon. There are pony rides, an inflatable park, and more, and some awesome vendors, including Chickies, and I'm told there's going to be a, a sushi vendor as well. That's making this a very, very special day. But the piece to this entire experience day that I want to emphasize is that you can be a winner of a trip to the Super Bowl. Camp Hask Super Bowl sweepstakes with two tickets to the Super Bowl this coming February, two jerseys in the choice of your size and team, airfare in three nights, including Shabbos in Miami. Uh, there's a second prize as well for two tickets to Miami, a third prize as well for a Super Bowl party that's going to be catered in your home or wherever you wish. Uh, it's really amazing, and all you have to do is go to SuperBowl.Hask.org. Again, that's SuperBowl.Hask.org, and you can purchase your tickets. This campaign, I'm sure, is going to go on for a while. And one lucky winner is going to be at the Super Bowl in February down in Miami. So it's a big, big Hask Experience Day, one that uh, uh, is being utilized to kick off. Excuse the, well, don't excuse the expression. It's a great expression. Uh, to kick off an amazing sweepstakes so that you uh, have a chance to go to the Super Bowl this coming February. Simple as that. The executive director of Camp Hask is Reb Judah Michelle. You may recall he was a guest of ours on JM and the AM last week, inviting everybody to come up to Camp Hask Experience Day. And it looks like his uh, his announcement has uh, was very effective because already this morning here at Hask, we are seeing many, many people come in and start enjoying what it's like to be at Camp Hask on this experience day. Rav Judah Michelle, welcome to JM in the uh, AM. Bokatov, welcome back. Bokatov, uh, the weather is glorious, I must say. Uh, phenomenal. The day is incredible. We've announced the kickoff to your sweepstakes, which is the uh, two tickets to the upcoming Super Bowl. Anybody out there who would like to uh, participate can go to SuperBowl.Hast.org, SuperBowl.Hast.org, and purchase tickets for this um, uh, for this sweepstakes. And if they're the grand prize winner, they're going to be heading to the Super Bowl. But you know what it's really all about? It's all about using the Super Bowl and so many other things to support your efforts here at Camp Hask. That's what it's all about. We want to make sure that you and your staff have what you need to provide for the hundreds and hundreds of campers uh, that otherwise would not have a place to go to during the summer. And Baruch Hashem, our community responds whenever there's a fundraising effort or some type of special sweepstakes or campaign. And here we see the fruits of the community's labor. The incredible campus, the wonderful staff, and all the great campers having a wonderful time at Camp Hask. How has the summer of 2019 been so far? Phenomenal. Chazdeh Hashem. It's been unbelievable. Uh, it, 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 it never ceases to amaze me. We've been doing this for a few years already, and uh, it doesn't get old. It's really unbelievable. We have such a beautiful team working together. Uh, we've got a lot of phenomenal support professionally from the community. Incredible families. Our camper families are full partners in everything that we're doing here. And you see today, 
all the families of our staff coming to enjoy the Nachas. It's really uh, extraordinary. Thank God. Um, you're able over an entire summer to provide some type of Hask experience for, do we know the exact number of campers or around how many <laughs> how many campers? <laughs> yes, we do. We know the exact number. Well, I don't mean the number that are here now. I know they rotate tell you how many pounds of laundry summer. go out every week also. You can tell us that also? <laughs> yeah, we have 320 campers here this summer. Uh, including uh, a nice group of kids who are coming from uh, bungalows in our day camp program. All right. Uh, of all ages. Some are in our academics program. All are in our uh, therapeutic program. And everybody's enjoying the beautiful environment in camp. And if not for Hask, number one, they would not have an environment to be in during the summer. Number two, their parents would have a much more challenging summer. And number three, they wouldn't enjoy the incredible growth that a camper in camp has can experience during the summer because you see miraculous things happen in these eight weeks. Yeah, it's really extraordinary. I mean, there, there, there's so many different elements of this narrative. Uh, all of them are extraordinary and beautiful. Uh, like you mentioned, the parents having their respite. We had our visiting day two Sundays ago and uh, just family after family after family. Just so thankful and appreciative for the opportunity to have a respite, to have a break spend time with their other children or to spend some quality time together. The derivative effect that has on Shalom Bayis and on Chinuch Habonim uh, and all the different concentric circles and ripple effect of Chesed is really awesome uh, within those families, within those homes. Uh, of course, the campers, the children and, and the young adults with specialized needs themselves uh, who come here and are at the center of everything. It's not uh, an inclusive uh, program. It's a program which is specifically tailored for them. Um, we have more than double the amount of staff than we do uh, campers that we're, that we're providing this uh, service for. Well, if that's the case, then you're approaching 700 staff members. Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah, which I'm sure yes, is a baffling number to anybody who's listening yeah. to I this. I mean, on campus, we're, to, we're hovering around 600 or so. Um, and then we have auxiliary staff that are coming, volunteers and people. We have a nice group of volunteers from Bubba across the street that come right. through to work with our Yiddish-speaking campers. Uh, from uh, from Williamsburg and from Monroe and Muncie and elsewhere, uh, and we've got a wonderful group of, of, of people who are coming up um, from, from you know from locally from Sullivan County. We're working with our population and professional staff. Uh, it's an amazing unified effort from all elements of the population, from all segments of our community and and, and beyond. And then today, you take a take a look around. Is the third is the third uh, jewel in the crown uh, our staff. And today's the day for their parents, family, friends, alumni, uh, and community members who care to come and enjoy some of that nachas and uh, take part in this. Reb Judah Michel, of course, is here. We're at, up at Hask on this JMNAM Monday. Years ago, there would have been a hesitation to open up the camp for an experience day. Would that be right? Would that be accurate? I think, I think the way that the Jewish community and, 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 and the world in general uh, are relating to individuals with uh, specialized needs, with, with uh, intellectual disabilities and physical disabilities uh, has, has changed a lot over the years. And that's a good thing, thank God. There's a lot of progress, a lot more understanding and sensitivity, a lot more inclusion and empathy, and a lot more openness uh, and familiarity. And um, I think that we're part of that, we're part of that as well. And a lot of uh, worthy organizations and people who've made that possible and uh, have blazed the trail. And that Camp Ask is closing in on its 50th year. It's pretty amazing. Uh, and in half a century, a lot has changed, and a lot has developed, and a lot has changed for the good. A lot more streamlining, a lot more mainstreaming. Yeah. Uh, and in Hask, it's especially uh, an acute, um, more of an acute issue because here you have 
you have campers of varying degrees of functionality. I don't know if I'm using the yeah, right terms or not. That's true, of strengths and independence. And well, it was one thing when someone would walk into a shul uh, here in the, in, in the Jewish community in this country, you walk into a shul and feel a certain level of comfort with those who are noticeably a little bit different. But now we have the opportunity to really be in shul in other public places during the year with campers of yours that are, you know, have extreme situations. Yeah, exactly. And I think the, the that has... getting better. The, the, in other words, yeah. the world is coming closer to redemption and people are getting, <laughs> are being more open to each other. And the Avas Israel is something which is, which is, which is more manifest in day-to-day uh, -day interactions and in policy and in architecture in shuls and in the way that people are, are, are relating to and treating others who are different, uh, who might not have the same abilities or strengths. And uh, that's a good thing. And I believe that uh, Camp Ask is at the center of that revolution over the past uh, half century. You know, the, those who've worked here, those who've uh, been affected by, it, by, by what happens here, um, families of people who've worked here are the ones who are the real uh, decision makers in the community, the ones who are the real change makers, the policy makers. And uh, Baruch Hashem, we're seeing a lot of good things in the world. Rabbi Judah Michelle is here. Uh, the dedicated counselors and staff members, some of them put in close to 24 hours a day. It's not unusual, 16, 18, 20 hours, not unusual at all. Uh, it's also not unusual until you woken up in the middle of the night. It is 24 hours, meaning the, really the, the, hours. the bunks are completely integrated. In other words, staff members are living in the bunks together with the campers so that even when they're sleeping, they're sleeping in the same cubicles and in the same Right, and, the and you would zone. think, though, that, you know, maybe a couple hours a night where everyone's uh, actually yeah. sleeping. Hopefully everything aligns. <laughs> right. uh, no, we do our best to make sure that the staff <laughs> is taken care of and that people stay healthy, but... Uh, when, when you hear, you're on. You know, things are on. What was Shabbos like in camp yesterday? Uh, Shabbos was absolutely beautiful. We Any had, special uh, guests of Rabbi, note? Yeah, we actually, Rabbi Menachem Penner was here for oh, Shabbos. Uh, he's the, the dean best. of Reitz. Uh, there, there's really no one else um, in the Jewish community who so lived every element of our program. Um, uh, Rabbi and Adina Penner were here for Shabbos. Um, they were counselors here, later division heads. They met here. They became a couple got married, returned as a therapist and as the camp rabbi, respectively. Um, parents of, uh, of staff alumni, and they're also parents of uh, Matis, was one of our friends, one of our campers here. So they've really lived every element of the program uh, and represent the best of what, uh, of what Camp Ask is. So it was a real schuss for us, uh, and he always, his Divrei Torah are always phenomenal. It's a great um, speaker. He spoke about the difference between doing chesed and becoming a bal chesed, or a balas chesed, somebody who is... Uh, just spending a summer working and doing versus cultivating that as a, as a, as a personality and being someone who affects the world um, beyond their seven weeks here working at camp. Interesting. That, yeah, that, that, that's what we're trying to work on here. That's what we're incubating. That's what we're cultivating. It's like forward-thinking leadership and being involved in every element of, uh, of Klal Yisrael and the world. Uh, and, and that was great. So he was here. We had a couple of, uh, of alumni here for Shabbos. Every week there's about 50 alumni come through for the weekend to sit in with their old bunks and help out and enjoy and, and hang out. Uh, we had a few Hass couples came back, uh, married to enjoy, and, um, and a few community people who were uh, involved in Camp Ask were here as well. And one of the reasons that you and other rabbis encourage certain students to come and work at Camp Hask is for that reason that Rabbi Penner um, uh, spoke about, and that is to become... Bale chesed, not just to learn what it's like to do an act of chesed and not to spend a few weeks doing chasadim, but to actually 
make it part of oneself. Yeah. Yeah, this is and down the road, as one, exactly. as one gets older and gets married and establishes their own family, that becomes a really important factor. Yeah, exactly. In the Torah, Avodah, and Gimilas Chasadam, this is a fully immersive environment of Avodah, of working, of Mesirat Nefesh, of doing for other people. Uh, as the sign says, when you walk in the front door, the same way that we begin our davening with, I hereby accept upon myself the mitzvah of Kamocha, coming in here, ready for full engagement of Ahavtorecha Kamocha. It's pretty amazing. What other slogans are there around camp that I should be aware of <laughs> besides that one? <laughs> Make sure you have your I MMRs know and immunizations in. <laughs> I know Mashiach comes here first, right? That's a big one. <laughs> that's from Matasiyah Solomon. You can take that up with him. Right, so that's <laughs> not written anywhere, huh? We just want to make sure everybody has their immunizations in and comes in and, and treats people with respect. That's, the only, that's, actually, oh, that's the only actual written word. <laughs> yeah, that's a fulfillment of Ahavtorecha Kamocha also. You can say that again. <laughs> finally, and I know we'll speak to you multiple times during this show, which makes me happy, but finally for this segment. You know that people could support Hask and go to the Super Bowl at the same time. Yeah, they you could also that. spend Shabbos in Miami. Right. It's a Shabbos in Miami. Right. It's a Super Bowl weekend Shabbaton and uh, two tickets. Not in the nosebleeds. Real seats. Not in the nosebleeds. Real Super Bowl uh, seats. I don't want to give away too much. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Maybe the Giants will be in it also. It's possible. Could be. There could are be. people at this table hoping for other teams, but you could hope for whoever you want. <laughs> Well, the next thing, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Reb Judai, thank you. Thank right. you for welcoming us to Camp Pass. Thank you so much for being here. We know that it's an awesome day when the Nachum Siegel Network are in town. I appreciate that. Um, it's an amazing day here. Hask Experience Day includes a whole bunch of different uh, I- incredible elements, including a carnival. A big carnival that's being set up behind us for all the kids to enjoy. Uh, we're talking. Thank you, Reb Judah. I hope this doesn't mean you're not coming back. And uh, it's all part of what goes on here on a very, very special day here at Camp Hask. Hask Experience Day on a Sunday, a glorious day, a beautiful day, an incredible day. And we are here because uh, today Camp Hask opens its doors to the entire community. Come see what it's all about. Come see what everyone goes crazy about when they visit Camp Hask. What is it that they, uh, that they always that they're always talking about when they return home and bring all these incredible stories from Camp Hask to the respective communities. That's what Hask Experience Day is all about. Big concert, big carnival, whole bunch of stuff. And Rav Judah Michelle is here at my side. He's going to help me give Rabbi Goldwasser a morning off and to give a little bit of chizuk to our listening audience on this Monday morning JMAM. Rav Judah, are you ready? You're all set? Here we go, Rav Judah Michelle with some morning chizuk at JM in the AM. We all yearn for clarity. Everybody wants to know where to go, what to do, and how to do it. Torah Kedosha is our source for direction in life, Torah Chaim. There are three times in the Torah where Klal Yisrael doesn't know what to do, where we face a situation that uh, we don't have clarity. And three times the Tzadik Moshe Rabbeinu, the leader of the Jewish people, consults HaKadosh Baruch Hu, wants to know, what do we do? First in the Parshas Bahaloscha, a group of Jews who were Tmeim Lanefesh, who had missed the opportunity to bring Korban Pesach, wanted to do so at a later date. Perhaps someone was B'derech Rechoka, far away. Am I able to make up this uh, opportunity of bringing Korban Pesach with the rest of Klal Yisrael? Moshe Rabbeinu turns to Hashem for the answer. The second is in our Parsha that we read just a couple of days ago, Parshas Pinchas, the Benos Tzalafchad, push to receive their father's nachala after their father's lafchad passes away. 
They want to know, can the inheritance come to us, to a woman? And the third is what we're reading this coming week in uh, Maasei. In Chutz Laaretz. In Chutz Laaretz. <laughs> the collective we. Uh, uh, when the Vados Tzalafchad again. You know, at home they already read it. <laughs> <laughs> the Vados Tzalafchad again want to know, can we retain our inheritance? All three cases are situations where there was uncertainty, a lack of clarity, and Moshe Rabbeinu turns to Kodesh Baruch Hu for the answer. Uh, I heard a beautiful uh, answer suggested by our program director, my dear friend Rabavi Palak, Rabavim Zalman, uh, Shlita of Beit Shemesh, uh, who suggested that in all three cases there's a similar language of Lama Nigara. Why should we be held back? Why should we lose out? Why should we lose out? Because we're Tamei Mlanefesh, because we were pallbearers for the bones of Yosef HaTzadik. Why shouldn't we be able to be part of Klal Yisrael and be and participate in that mitzvah? Why should we lose out in the Nachla of Eretz HaKodesh from our father's inheritance? And again, if we were to marry other Shvatim, why should we lose out on that inheritance as well? Each situation is the language of Nigara, of, of, of losing out. It's, it's, uh, it's particularly poignant teaching sitting here in Camp Ask, uh, where the whole purpose and the raison d'etre, a whole mission is to enable everyone to participate, to create a level playing field for everyone to be a part, for, no matter what someone's abilities or lack thereof, whatever their strengths or, 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 or physical or, or intellectual level, is able to be a part of the magic here in Camp Ask. Uh, Klal Yisrael has gotten so much better over the years in uh, advocating, learning from Moshe Rabbeinu of why should they lose out, why should Klal Yisrael lose out from the opportunity of engaging HaKadosh Baruch Hu and engaging Yiddishkeit in all of its joy. During these days of Bein HaMetzarim, days where we're focused on Avas Yisrael and on opening our gates and bringing people close, we're, uh, we're, we're thanking Camp Hask and Hask Center for their advocacy and work on behalf of, of all of those who can't speak on behalf of themselves and bless all of us to be able to be participants in the future of uh, Klal Yisrael, which is the building of the Beis HaMikdash Bimheira. So if uh, those with special needs may have gone and said to Moshe Rabbeinu Lama Nigara, Kaviyochel he may have gone to HaGadosh Baruch Hu and HaGadosh Baruch Hu may have said, found Camp Ask. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, the Rebbe might have said also uh, join the Super Bowl sweepstakes. <laughs> right. I, I don't it's want to be possible. presumptuous and know what God's <laughs> yeah, will is. Yeah, according to the old timers, you're supposed to say Kaviyocho. Kaviyocho. Don't forget yeah, that yeah, part. Great, but it could be <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that within the Eruv, <laughs> with the good Asik sitting inside the Sukkah, maybe we should buy Super Bowl tickets. Uh, you did notice that I mentioned that we're reading Matos and Chutzlar at this uh, Shabbos. Indeed, indeed. This coming Shabbos. That's, that's already been Shabbos done. Shabbos is the Makora Bracha. It is Sunday, which is really Monday on the oh. air. We're still drawing from the Kedusha of Eretz HaKodesh, right. Leining Matas Masse. So it's only Pesach, Shani, and Tubinos Slavchad episodes. That's interesting. There's if a Gemara, not, there's the a Gemara Menachos. If it's not, please don't wreck the Vort. I mean, that was right. my shot. There's a Gemara Menachos that says there were three things that Moshe Rabbeinu did not understand that he asked the Kodesh Baruch about. You familiar with that Gemara at all? Are you? It's oh an obscure God. Gemara. I don't think anybody except for me knows it. Uh, <laughs> thanks to Rabbi Ari Leibowitz. One uh, was, uh, I'll do this very quickly. Very quickly. <laughs> One was uh, Tum of Atara, right? So that's why it says Vizeh Hatameh Vatara Vizeh. One is Menorah. How could something, you know, so ostentatious be holy? So it's a Vizeh Maaseh Menorah. And the third was, uh, oh, and now I'm going to get myself in trouble. I can't remember the third. The third was the third Tum of Atara. <laughs> what was the third one? Oh, and, and, and how could time one minute be holy and one minute not, and the next minute not be holy? Hachodesh Hazeh Lachem. So all of them are Baruch who telling. Moshe Rabbeinu about those uh, three things. All right. 
Um, could you help me say hi to some of the campers who are gathered in front of sure. us here? Sure. How about, how about, who are some of the people we're saying we hello a, we to? We have the Gabai of uh, Camp Hask, MVP of the Aguda Camp Hask uh, uh, basketball game. Oh. Our dear friend, Ellie Gorelick. Hey, Ellie. Hi there. Nice to have you on the air. Thank you. Who else do we have here in Judah? And David Markowitz. David, how are who you? Who is the head of our Ruach Committee. Always uh, brings Simcha to everybody that he meets. Um, yes, yeah, uh, in, in Camp Hacks, it's good for the, for the therapy, how to help them. We we talking about, we help them have a good summer and a great day in Phenomenal. Camp Hacks. He's on point. He's pushing well, thank product. you. Call thank you very much. Thank you, guys. And I see you're wearing an amazing shirt. Yeah, an thank NSN you. shirt. On brand. Yeah. On brand. He must Ellie have David, some Thank you guys so much, Ellie and David. Yeah, thank you very much. And Rib Judah, thank you. Thank you. Ellie had a big, busy Shabbos uh, with the Molad and uh, Shabbos. Not easy. No, it was very busy. Rosh Chodesh Menachem More coming up. Thank you, Rib Judah. More coming up from Hask Experience. You are listening to a Monday morning edition of JM in the AM. And finally... After this incredible and amazing day here at Camp Hask, we finally get to speak with Reb Judah. We did speak to him a couple of times before, but those seem like so long ago compared to now toward the end of the show. Do I get to sing Atikva? That would be nice. I'm in. Um, we're getting set for some live music <laughs> because nothing is more live at Camp Hask than all their music and watching how the campers react to it. Yep, it's a beautiful thing. It is pretty incredible. One unbelievable symphony. Uh, and that's going to be happening here today. And you've met a lot of alumni, a lot of uh, staff parents, very proud staff parents, by the way. Some came over to you, right, with a lot of, lot of uh, thanks for the way their child is now. It is a Nachas Fest today. Yeah, that's what it is. It really exactly. is. It really is. Uh, and um, in general, as we've been asking people to do, uh, if they would come here and see what goes on on a regular day at Camp Hask, they'd be inclined to get involved with this incredible organization and this incredible camp because uh, the magic that goes on here every single day is palpable when you walk into the gates of Camp Hask. I can't believe it's going to take another 12 months before I return here. And am I right that when the camp ends on the last day, you're already thinking about the first day the following year? No, it's already before that. This week we already Abby have said the same yeah, thing. Yeah. I think you guys have the same talking points, yes, I see. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. He says he's already at his computer. He's already in 2021. Future like. me's. He's got future me's emails <laughs> coming all over. In Kedusha Bliachana. A lot of preparation. <laughs> yeah. What a day. This is wild. <laughs> and and uh, we remind everybody that they have a, a very interesting and unique sweepstakes called the Super Bowl sweepstakes. You do want two people to go to the Super Bowl, but more importantly, you want as many people as possible to support Camp Ask. So to accomplish both, you will send two people to the Super Bowl as soon as, uh, as, soon as the contest or the sweepstakes has ended. But it's going to be months from now. They have a couple of months to buy tickets and get in on all these great prizes, including two tickets to the Super Bowl. They can go to SuperBowl.Hask.org and join in, buy the ticket, and support the camp. How about this? It's first down and uh, first and 10, and we're on our 20-yard uh, line. That's so right. A whole long field to go. way to go. It's going to be a big march <laughs> downfield until you get to that end zone. But what happens if you're not a football fan and you don't want to go to the Super Bowl? Then you can pass it on to somebody else. Or, you could, there's, or eBay. Or you can put them on eBay on. and give the money to Hess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Split it. Sell them and give the money to, <laughs> to a good cause. Uh, that would be a good thing. By the way, I, I don't think I asked one person yet today – 
about any new facilities in camp. Is there any building or anything that has happened since last year that's different than what we visited last summer? Absolutely. Take a look, right? That's our left over here. This beautiful indoor-outdoor gazebo. Cool. Fully accessible. Uh, for wheelchairs, wa uh, walkers. Uh, there's learning groups go on there, bunk meetings, activities. They're scattered throughout camp. It was uh, sponsored through the generosity of the uh, Epstein family. Nice. In honor of their wonderful son, Raziel, my nephew, who's... Uh, been a camper here for a number of years, Dr. Benji. Um, so how many of those are there around fame? camp? There's four of them throughout Very campus. Very nice. And it's really amazing to have like meeting spaces that are open. See how open to nature it is with the screens. It's really, they're beautiful, beautifully done. It's a beautiful addition. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's been great. And, and listen, it's, it's, it's not a new campus. Camp has been here for literally close to half a century. <laughs> so over the winter, there was work done in uh, seven different bunks. Renovating bathrooms. These are the original grounds of Camp Hess. Yeah, this is it. Uh, I also learned one other thing today that I uh, that I was not aware of, and that is that when there's a, you just said adaptability is adaptive when camp takes you. When there's a night activity in camp, different than when you know 20, 30 years ago, every single camper will be kept in mind. There has to be a night activity that every single camper can somehow participate with, or you'll actually come up with an alternate night activity that they could have for their very own. And that was something that didn't exist here years ago. No, it's really something extraordinary. It's a credit to our rec team. It's a credit to the just the openness and the and the creative thinking. I mean, and and to every single department here in camp. Hawaiian Day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, besides that, thank God I've been able to to grow my Hawaiian shirt collection over the years. Um, the luau, everybody's at the luau, and everybody's able to participate. And, because uh, it's accessible to it's all. accessible, and there's Hawaiian chicken for dinner, too. They're throwing pineapples around Friday night. It's phenomenal. Every single department here participates <laughs> in it, and uh, it's all to create that level playing field where everybody has a place. Also, one of your staff members alluded to the fact that years ago, staff night activities were not as voluminous <laughs> or, or paid much attention to the way they are Today, what have you done to keep your staff active at night when they have a little bit of time you know, off? We run camp here at 9 p.m. For the staff. When the campers go to bed and people are on OD, we run a whole program for our staff. We have a director of staff development, Dr. Benji, uh, Shuli Sohn, who is a phenomenal koach, um, a social worker in Eretz Israel, a real mashpia. She is running our women's Beit Medrash program. Um, Rabbi Willig, uh, Rabbi Huda Willig, a Rosh Hashiva at YU, who's our Mower Asra coordinates our men's base, med base measures program. We have a mashkiach. Esti Stefanski runs our uh, staff activities every night. There's activities in the base measures, outside the base measures, intramurals, leagues. We had Naomi Nachman here this week from Chopped. She was phenomenal. Uh, Ellie Leibowitz, a uh, great comedian, came out and uh, put on a great show uh, for the staff. The chaburas and shiurim going on every single night. Music for our staff. Uh, in the evening, we had some phenomenal nights. It's all to just create an environment of positivity and growth and Hakara Satov and to incubate leadership, you know, to, to just recognize that uh, we're all in the same boat here. And everybody and has special needs and everybody, uh, everybody needs a summertime to, to grow and be their absolute best. And you even invited the chief rabbi of Russia to come visit Kavaz. <laughs> he and his helicopter. Seriously? <laughs> he landed a helicopter on the baseball field. It was pretty wild. Yeah, I can only imagine. Did he speak to the staff? He did. He spoke to, we, first we got a, a beautiful opportunity to bring together the children of Shluchim, uh, for, who are here from 11 different locations around the world. Wow, that's that interesting. that was very special for them, for their families. Uh, and then a big Kabbalah upon him at the center of camp. Um, that was very, so it was the weekend of Gimel Thomas. That was a very beautiful uh, way to mark uh, 25 now years I know of everybody was in town. passing. 
Um, and at the same time, we had the dying of uh, New Square from Bauer Park, of Steinmetz, who was here, was the postic for Boney Olam. Yeah. Uh, came here and met with uh, with our staff as well. Uncle Moshe was here that day. I mean, there's something here literally for everyone. So I don't know of that many places in the world, if anywhere, where Rosh Yeshiva and lay leaders from across the board uh, in the Torah community, from Yeshiva University and Satmar. I'm glad you mentioned YU. I wanted to give them a shout out for the staff that uh, comes co- from there. Of course. There. What do you mean? The, our staff is Yeshiva University staff. This is the best and the brightest and the heart and soul of our community, of the centrist community. Uh, YU and Stern, our biggest feeder, we're part of that. I mean, this past week we had a, a beautiful night um, with all of our upper staff members who are YU graduates giving advice and insights uh, for all the incoming students at YU and Stern. Uh, but where do you have, from Yeshiva University to, uh, to Satmer Chabad, uh, to leaders of uh, the community, of, of, of Torah communities in Eretz Israel who come through and visit Hezder Yeshivot? Uh, and about an hour from now, of Malkil Cutler, uh, Base Medrash Kavo will be coming through. What? The, it, this is the, when we're talking about Klal Yisrael, and we're talking about about uh, Am Yisrael, about Knesset Yisrael. We're talking about one Jewish family, and this is where it's happening. Unbelievable! The whole thing is incredible. A reminder, everybody: SuperBowl.has.org. Give generously, buy as many tickets as you can, and maybe you'll end up in the Super Bowl by attending in February down you in Miami. You could also give if you don't want to buy a ticket. That's correct. You could also give. <laughs> Hask is always encouraging people to support their great work. And it takes part. It's as close to it big It is take great and holy work, that is for sure. Uh, although you did put a big football theme uh, to this day, I must say. Between the football toss. I did kick a field goal yet, but i got to get over there. Uh, with my foot, I hope I don't destroy the football. <laughs> but anyway, I uh, I thank you, Rabbi Judah Michelle. Thank you for being here. It's so this special. This has been an amazing visit. I always learn more every time I'm here. And one good thing I'll tell you that I'm sure you appreciate, every, every staff member I uh, spoke to, they are smiling. They seem to be enjoying themselves, and they seem to be viewing this as a very fulfilling experience. So Baruch Hashem for that. There is no greater joy than being in the service of others. And, um, and Camp Hask is just one of those very special places where A to Z, uh, from beginning to end, it's about taking care of each other. As my father of blessed memory used to say, givers live longer than takers. And one of the reasons they live longer is because of the attitude that they have, the one you just described. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web and on the Nachum Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app.